Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. The magnificent football Monday edition of You Better, You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Awesome two hours already done and a great two hours still to come. In the first two hours of the show, we brought you up to speed on what we've seen line movement week one in the National Football League regular season following week one of the NFL preseason. Also talked about Ezekiel Elliott breaking news in the National Football League. Zeke signing with the New England Patriots gave you fantasy and betting takes from Zeke signing with New England over the course of the next two hours on the show. Fantasy football takeaways from week one of the NFL preseason. Lockmas meets eight buckets. We're going to break down and preview the SEC. We'll pull some SEC teams out of the old bucket of bets, and we'll talk about those teams and win total bets for this upcoming college football season. Power hour, final hour, where we'll feature all our bets for tonight. Matt Moore, one of our favorite guests here on You Better You Bet from the Locked On NBA podcast and the Action Network. Matt is going to join us in just a second to talk some NBA, and we will start our conversation with Matt Moore by talking about these comments from James Harden earlier today. James Harden giving these quotes at an Adidas media event in China. The Donald Trump sound of China. James Harden had this to say about his Boston, Philadelphia, Daryl Morey at an Adidas media event in China. Jake. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I would never be a part of an organization he's part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. So there you have it. I like how hard him. So he's, uh, so he's a liar. Apparently. He's Let me say that again. That out in advance. He's yeah, like, right. like, like, just in case. Just, I just want to really hammer this point home. Yes. My boss is a liar, and I don't want to be here anymore. So fire right. me or trade him. And this comes on the heels of a. He doesn't tell the truth. <laughs> let me frame it a different way. <laughs> it's, it's factually incorrect. Like, 
I mean, let me go count my money. This came off a report this past weekend that the Sixers had ended trade talks involving James Harden. The reports that Harden wanted to go play for the Los Angeles Clippers and that the Sixers would go into training camp with James Harden on the team. Harden clearly has his other plans. Joining us right now to break that down and all things going on in the NBA is the great Matt Moore from the Lockdown NBA Podcast and the Action Network. Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's been too long. It's Nick and Ken. Hope your summer's great. How you doing? Doing well, guys. Just hanging out, listening to various superstars talk trash about the front offices, waiting on two big trades to get settled in, looking at the win totals market. It's a good time uh, to be chilling out in the NBA and getting ready for football. Matt, what do you uh, what do you make from a? This could be from a betting standpoint, from just a wait what standpoint, like. Harden says this stuff at an, at an Adidas camp in China. And I think we, you know, reading a lot of the reporting, even the last few days before this happens, that he's really unhappy and he really wanted to go to the Clippers and everything. Are you surprised that this happened? No, not particularly. Um, so I, I think Harden is one of the players that has proven time and time again that he is willing to go to whatever lengths are necessary for him uh, to get out. He is willing to do whatever it t- takes to eat, whatever it takes in order for him to be able to, to go where he wants to go and not play for the team that he wants to play for. Uh, he doesn't want to play for anymore. So I'm not surprised that Harden would go scorched earth. I'm not surprised uh, that this is how it has kind of gone down. Um, Harden, by all accounts, if you kind of piece together, if you go back to Christmas time when there was already talk of him going back to Houston, that started earlier than that. And then you go through how Houston's interest plummeted once Ime Odoka was hired and their interest in Fred Van Vliet was way, way up. Once that happened, you could kind of start to see this because there wasn't going to be another team that was going to have available cap space and an interest in paying him. So he was going to opt into that last year of the contract, which means he was going to need a trade. And Maury is at all times. It's funny that you know Daryl that Harden called him a liar because Maury is very upfront with how he does business. Like this is not a surprise to James Harden. This should not be shocking to James Harden. Like Maury's not going to deal him until unless he gets adequate return. He's proven this time and time again. Like he will get the return line that he wants on him, or he won't trade him. And so here we are. And now this is the latest attempt by Harden to try and make things so ugly that even Maury will have to, you know, take some sort of account or that there will be pressure on the ownership groups, which is kind of the next step in this. Uh, I'm not surprised that this happened to me The honestly, I got to be real here. I don't care about Harden. I don't think he moves the needle that much at this point. Like he still, he led the league in assists last year. I just don't think that he's a needle mover in terms of the markets that we look at. Now, the other guy in Philly who I've been on this show talking about, month by month by month. That is very interesting to me, depending on how this whole situation plays out. Hit hit us with a couple of thoughts there on Joel Embiid. So look, uh, I put a bet in, it's in the Action Network app, that I I put a bet on the New York Knicks to win the title. Like, talked about it on a podcast. Never done that before in my life. Hell yeah, you did. (laughs) They're burying the lead there. Jeez, yeah. and And look, I liked the bet before... This stuff happens based off of New York's offensive ceiling, what they look like. I wasn't going to do it because I don't believe in Thibodeau as a playoff coach. But then, like, when you piece together all the things and you hear that if Embiid decides, all right, this has gone sideways, I'm out, 
it's going to be New York. Like that's the consensus around is it's going to be New York. Uh, and so if it's going to be New York and you're getting the Knicks at the number they are now, that's incredible value. Now this may be midseason. It could be next year. You know, th- this bet could be dead. That's entirely possible. But the numbers are going to get the Knicks now in the market. I definitely think that is playable. That to me is like the angle to go because the Knicks are in from every indication I've heard, like I've heard that the Knicks have one of the reasons the Knicks were not more active in trade talks, including those for Damian Lillard is because they are quote, keeping the powder dry in case they need it for an NB trade. I mean, you bet the Knicks, you bet the Nick, Nick, you bet the Knicks to win the NBA title. Can we, can we like, honestly, like, can we like not do this with like the Knicks and Embiid just because like, I'm getting like, I'm getting really excited. To win the title. I mean, I, just, I love it. That's you. I know you, you got to hear that and be like, so you're telling me it's the Jim Carrey. So you're telling me there's a chance, honestly, whereas there's, they don't get Embiid. There's a 0% chance you, you alluded to Damian Lillard. They're too mad. That's like, obviously the kind of the other shoe that has to drop here free agency wise. So it's kind of like whatever's going on with Philly which a lot of people take to mean James Harden and you kind of take to mean both guys, James Harden and Joel Embiid. And then it's just, can we end this thing and Damian Lillard picks someplace and I stop having to read stories about this and I stop getting my my push notifications on my phone from Shams and Wojer every single time, like some quote about Miami and everything. What What's your best guess about when this ends, how it ends, Damian Lillard? Does he end up going to Miami? Is it that simple? Are there bets to make when he gets there or if he does not? I'd put the over under at like November 10th is probably going to oh, be the over under the line I would set. Yeah. It's going to be a while guys. Like um, the, the, the heat have, have made it very well known through various channels, including reports in the local media that, you know, Portland's not engaging in conversations. And the Portland side of that is what's there to engage about. You don't have anything we want. So like there's an impasse there and there's not a lot of confidence from around the league that a that Lillard will make it uncomfortable on the Blazers or B that the Blazers will mind if he sits out like the Blazers. This is not going to be like the Sixers. Like they're not going to find Damian Lillard. If Damian says, I don't want to go to camp. Like I want to be done. I'm out. I like, let me sit out. The Blazers will be like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like stay home. When we get a deal, we'll call you because they know the direction this is going anyway. And so there's this constant back and forth in the media on who has the leverage. And I would say like, I don't think either team has incredible leverage, but they're also probably going to wind up getting stuck with each other because there's no real other way for this to happen. Like the heat has to get this deal done. They'll eventually find somebody that will do enough that will take enough of of it uh, for Tyler hero to get that deal done. It'll happen. It may take a little while. And like, that's part of the, the, the equation for, Portland too is well. Look, you you got rid of Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, and you don't have Damian Lillard. So what happens if your season starts off poorly? Because if we start off two and ten, that's fine. That's what we were going to do anyway. If you start off two and ten, your situation is worse, and that's why I think this can drag on into the regular season. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here, Magnificent Football Monday. We're talking the NBA with our good friend Matt Moore from the Locked On NBA podcast and the Action Network. Matt is on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, I want to just circle back to James Harden for a second. And this is not like a like 
look in the crystal ball and make a prediction here, right? Because no one knows what's going to happen. But you're super plugged into the league. You've got great sources. You're really smart with the stuff. Just curious, what do you think is going to be the outcome here for James Harden? Like, where is he going to play this year? How is this going to end in Philadelphia? What do you think happens with Harden? I know you said he's not a needle mover anymore, but still a huge name and a person people are interested in, people are interested in. What's your best guess as to what happens with Harden? Trade deadline move with some team that's under a lot of pressure and needs to shake things up because their season has gone sideways. That, to me, seems like the most likely scenario. Um, Part of this is going to get ugly is the fact that under the CBA, if Harden were to completely sit out this entire season, they can nullify his ability to sign with another team that gets nasty like and nobody wants that and the league will probably step in and be like guys we don't want lawsuits over contracts that's not a thing that we want and so eventually there will probably be pressure on ownership of the Sixers not management because Maury will be like this is how I do things you can fire me if you don't like it and so there will probably be pressure at some point on an ownership level that will probably push this to something I don't necessarily think that the Clippers are going to be the destination because they just don't think that the, they have enough to put piece together to put an offer for Harden, even under these circumstances, without including Terrence Mann, and they're not going to do that. So ultimately, I kind of think that this is going to want to be in maybe a third team that comes in and is like, yeah, no, on a one-year flyer for Harden, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make that gamble. We've got X asset that we're willing to spend. But I think this is going to drag on into the season as well. Matt, we got a couple minutes left. I know you're kind of a, a sicko like I am in that, you know, it's it's August or even it's hey, it's June, July. I I always think about NBA awards. I think they're fascinating. I think the markets for them are fascinating. And even just the moves that we've gone over in the show and how they impact things. Like I'm the guy who's like, oh man, if James Harden doesn't get out of Philly, like I can't bet Tyrese Maxey to win most improved player because now like Harden's there doing whatever that looks like. And maybe the team's worse and maybe Maxey doesn't pop. I don't know if I'd want to bet him anyway, but that hurts that. If Lillard stays in Portland, can I, can I bet any of those guys to win most improved player? Like, I, like I'm the guy that goes to the award takeaways first. And I'm sure there's a part of you that kind of does the same thing. So this could be with those two moves and how they affect things or just you staring at the markets like I kind of do probably during the day a little bit being like, ah, like, let me make some cases for things. In a couple minutes here, what's like a, a spicy award take that you have? Could be most improved with those teams, those guys, could be something else. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm always focusing on MVP. You guys know how plugged I, and I am on that one. And so, like, Shea Gillers-Alexander is the first one I bet there. I, I do think that there's value there, and everyone's like, really? You think that, that that's actually possible? And I'm like, look, he was fifth on a lot of ballots this year with a sub-500 team that didn't make the playoffs. So, if, if we look at that, and then we look at next year and Chet Holmgren and what they're capable of and all their talent and what he did last year, he fits the profile. He's in the age range. Uh, he's in the value range. He's like the kind of bet that you want to make right now. Like the obvious one is Luka, and he's always going to be up there as a favorite, but Shea to me is like the next the next best value on the board. And if you're like me and you only kind of want that long shots, I think that's a play. DPOY, you know, I think I can even be baffled if Bama Bio doesn't get consideration. And if the Heat were to get Damian Lillard and just roll through an Eastern Conference, good chance that he winds up in those conversations again. Um, I also look at a guy like Cam Johnson instead of Mikhail Bridges as a possible most improved player candidate that's one that I think I'm definitely going to be looking at as the season goes on um, and so like those are kind of like where I start on some of these discussions DPOY I think I've kind of settled that, that you want to wait pretty solidly into the season to see which defenses are good on a team level and kind of work backwards from that 
So I'm kind of set on there. Uh, rookie of the year, obviously. Like, there's a lot of ways you can go with rookie of the year, given the the Wembenyama stuff. I think we covered a lot of that. We'll see what they look like in preseason. Um, but I do think MVP is going to be really fascinating this season because a lot of the guys that have been in the conversation, Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, are entering into an age where they haven't really won in recent years. So MVP with young guys that can make that jump, I think there's a lot of value to be found in that market right now. Matt, you're the best. Love having you on the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Matt is the host of the Locked On NBA podcast. You can find all his work, actionnetwork.com, and on the Action Network app, and you can follow him on Twitter or X or whatever. Uh, at HP Basketball, Matt, you're the best. We love you, man. Thank you very much for coming on. Stay well, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Great, Matt Moore joining us here on You Better You Bet. I like. I, I don't think it's possible for me to fall out of this chair because it's uh, – an Aeron, and yeah. it was like $1,200, and it's really... There you go. I don't even mean that as a brag. I just needed a chair because <laughs> my back was breaking. I, I I swear I didn't mean that as a brag. I bought this chair because I had like a broken back the first week we did the tough show. tough for me to fall out of this chair. chair. You know, because I'm so rich. So it's tough <laughs> for me to do that. Well, you have the same chair that I have, though, <laughs> I right? Do. You have the same one. Yeah, but I stole mine from my <laughs> ESPN office like 10 years ago. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> I, I don't think it's possible for me to fall out of this chair is where I was going with this, but I almost did when he said he bet the Knicks to win the NBA championship. Maybe we'll do a little bit more on that to start the next segment. And also, Knicks fantasy takeaways from week one of the NFL preseason. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.